Infinite ammo. Ladies and gentle monsters, I am your host, not really, the Squatton Bull, the legend, the god. I'm here with these fabulous mofos for this discussion on Deep Down, or Deep Shint, whichever you prefer. Dominic, why don't you introduce yourself? Alright, first of all, did you just say deep shit? No. <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> um, second of all, yeah, I'm... Bye, Devil Dom. Um, yeah, I I can't wait to get into this doc because um, I have quite a bit to say about that. So, um, yeah. Uh, aside from that, it's deep vaporware, right? Or vapor down? I I, I don't know. <laughs> deep something. Deep never happened. It. Oh yeah. Uh, deep. We're never gonna come out with it. We we do it right. We do it just just like Resident Evil Two remake. Yeah, if you Too want soon. that remake, Too you're going to be a skeleton. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Too God. Soon. Too soon. <laughs> anyway, I um, guess we should get the next person out of the way. Uh, Daybreak, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, guys? It's been a while. Uh, looking forward to this. Been a while. We've been putting this off for like, God, I, were we supposed to do this like last year? <laughs> last week, I think. Well, we were supposed to do it last year. Uh, but then it got back into rotation, so we were supposed to do it last week. So we're finally getting to it. Uh, but this game has still been dead. So it, it, it really just shows that Capcom hasn't put out any news since 2015. So it's been quite sad. But yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to just kind of talking about this briefly. All right, and I guess the... Are you going, Brandon, or me? Me? Oh, you go. All right, so I am Renegade Operative. Um, this game has been uh, pretty uh, dead as far as content goes, updates, which is disappointing because the gameplay looks kind of interesting. I'm not going to lie, but I'll get into that in the document later. Okay, James, introduce yourself. Oh, wait, you can't. He's yeah, uh, here. <laughs> he's in the sewer. Jacking off to some fox girl, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, and of course, you know me as Squad and Bull, you know. So, why don't we get move on to Doc? Who wants to read him? What will be person number one? Do you mind if I go for the first one? Because I have an interesting story about that one. Be my guess. All right, describe your initial impressions on Deep Down from the first time you saw it all the way up to present day. Do you still have any hope for this non-existent title? Um, so when I first saw this game, uh, I, I shit you not, I was in high school. Uh, because if I remember right, it got announced at like 2012, 2013. Um I just remember I was a junior in high school by the time this game was officially revealed. And when I finally saw it, I was like, okay, the game looks nice, uh, but this isn't really something that would be up my alley. And this was before I started playing stuff like uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne and what have you. Um, so it just wasn't something that really piqued my personal interest but I did really like the way that the game like looked from a visual standpoint. Uh, and I still stand by that. I, I really think that Panther Ray uh, or Panther Ray uh, just as an engine really looks nice. It looks like a step up from MT framework. And that's a question later in the doc that I see. So it'll definitely be something to talk about. Um, you know, comparing the two engines and whatnot, or, or at least talking about the two engines. Um, but for the most part, um, do I have any hopes for it at at this point? Not really. Uh, and that's just mostly because of the fact that Capcom hasn't done shit with it. it, it it's 
basically been dead for for a really long time. I mean, they had like uh, chances to renew the um, license to the IP before they lost out on it, and and they had to do something with that, and they still didn't do anything with it. It was like, well, what the hell are you doing? Um, so you know, maybe maybe if it if it does come back somehow it might have a different like like maybe it'll have a subtitle or something you know uh who knows deep down back from the dead <laughs> yeah back from the dead <laughs> yeah, i guess i could go next real quick uh when i first saw the title uh honestly i don't remember i just think i saw it randomly on youtube as far as any hopes uh to be quite honest with you no not really because this game had like no news since um the year it was like announced or the year after it was announced, and yeah 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 nothing since then. So I have no hope. This movie, this game became the last Jedi to be quite honest, but no, that's a different story. Please, um, someone else let's go. I think when I initially heard about Deep Down, it was right around the time when Dark Souls Three was in development and the the. Information had already come out that Dark Souls 3 was going to be the last of the Dark Souls series, uh, not necessarily of the genre, but at least of the Dark Souls named games. And so a lot of people were saying that Sega was going to step in with with Deep Down. Deep Down was going to be, as we see so much in gaming media now, that people just compare things to Dark Souls. Uh, that basically Dark so- Deep Down was going to be the response to Dark Souls. And from the gameplay that I've seen, um, I don't necessarily get a Dark Souls vibe. I get, strangely enough, a more roguelike vibe. So things like Fatal Labyrinth, old school Genesis title, or for more recent, like Rogue Legacy. So things where there's going to be dungeons uh, that are randomly generated. At least that's the impression I got from the gameplay footage that's available to us. Uh, As for having hopes that the game resurfaces or something... Uh, I would like it to. Um, it would definitely be something nice to see that that Sega does something other than Sonic. Or a, as it's much as I love Capcom. Yakuza, oh, it's Capcom. Oh, yeah. it's Capcom. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I, I uh, God. <laughs> That's how, well. It's been dead. So I mean, like, it goes to show you. You don't even know who who's fucking making it. <laughs> like, well, but okay. So let me rephrase. <laughs> let me rephrase. Still, I would like Sega to do other stuff other than Sonic that's been hit and miss but that's beside the point um with capcom like they they really don't stray too far from the things that they know it's either like a new resident evil all these rumors about devil may cry things like that so i i would really have liked to see them do something something different um and i think i said sega earlier didn't i when i was talking about that it was going to be the response uh, yeah okay so my bad capcom 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 Ugh. Shows how little I've I've kept up with it, but you know when there's no news, you know, do you blame me? <laughs> but I I yeah. still would like something if if they still have any intention of making it, because it could just be one of those things that they tried it, they didn't think it was going to go anywhere, and they just put it up on the shelf. Hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna go real quick. Um, I saw this game like. As soon as I was finished being a senior of high school and that's about it like afterwards I didn't hear any information it looked very interesting because there's not many like um, good dungeon crawlers out there like in my opinion that could really uh, hold up the fact that yes we have like four-player co-op yes we have all these interesting features and the graphical engine for deep down looked very impressive like Pantheray was going to be like uh, the next big thing and I think that would have been a great successor had we seen it more in action um, from you know MT framework I think that that would have been really good to show off what types of games was going to lead into the future when it came to Capcom products but uh, overall I did enjoy the trailers of deep down the gameplay looked very satisfying in my opinion I think that early on it did need like a lot of work in some areas because there was stuff like you know slow down things of that nature but that happens with like pre-alpha gameplay. I just think that what happened was after a while Capcom probably moved on to other things because now it's like Monster Hunter seems to be the rave and deep down seems to be still in the dust. Uh, So hopefully I hope this game comes back in the future but uh, 
in my opinion, I don't have any like high expectations because of how quiet Capcom has been about it so far. So that's my experience. Like, I was a senior in high school, I enjoyed the trailer, and then afterwards, it was nothing. I think by that point, Capcom started putting out, like, more Resident Evil titles than anything, so I just migrated my interest to there. Right. So I guess we can move on to the next one? Yep. Uh, unless if, uh, Brandon... Wait, did Brandon go? Or... I already went already. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Much to say on this one. Okay. Yeah, you want to... read number two. I can do it. Um, considering how this game is currently in development limbo, do you think Capcom will surprise us with any updates on this title after Monster Hunter World? Um, I kind of gave my brief thoughts, but I said, you know, my expectations are not high because Capcom seems to be that company that focuses on one particular IP and that's it. It really took them a long time for them to announce a new Mega Man game. I remember in the Mega Man trailer, like, they actually mocked this because when we hit, like, 2010 and there was no Mega Man games for, like, a decade, that was really surprising to me that it was really that disappointing that they went to show that, yes, we focus on other IPs that might be Street Fighter or Resident Evil or Monster Hunter, but other games, it really takes them a long time to get them off the ground, which is something we cover in the past a lot of times already. Right. Um, if you, it, are you still going or? No, I'm done. Oh, okay. I, I want to actually kind of pick up from that because, um, the one thing like in, in that sense too, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, they, they focus on, on the norm, like, oh, Resident Evil, you know, whether it be Marvel, Street Fighter or, uh, Monster Hunter. Um, and, you know, I've always said that it's not so much the issue of, you know, Capcom doing like new games for those franchises, but it's more so that they don't take take a little bit of a break from those three and go to other things. And it doesn't have to be like some of these franchises, like you know, Monster Hunter or, or Street Fighter or whatever. They don't have to have like this ridiculously long break. Whereas like something like Resident Evil, I've I've always said that like you know at least five to ten years if not a little bit more of a break needs to be done because there's so many different issues with that franchise from both a lore uh, standpoint and also even a gameplay standpoint but that's neither here or there when it comes to this particular discussion um so when it comes to like something like um deep down and it being in like uh development hell uh, and 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 the next question is going to lead into this as well. But like, you know, it's so into development hell. Capcom hasn't even really said anything about the new engine. Um, to to the point where you know when when we saw Monster Hunter World get announced, um, you know, I and I think I said this during our E3. Was it E3 reactions? I, I, I don't I remember. I think it was. I think it was yeah. revealed at E3. Yeah, because I think I said in particular when Monster Hunter World came out, I was like, okay, yeah, I recognize that it was Monster Hunter. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, that's great. Monster Hunter looks great, and it's coming to another platform. Cool and all, but, you know, it's still Monster Hunter. And also something that just really bugged me was that they're using MT Framework after they said they wouldn't be using it anymore because they were would be using Pantare. Um, and you know, again, we'll get into that with the next question, but it just kind of goes to show you that deep down has been in such a development hell, you know, such a development limbo, if you will, um, that even the engine is just kind of like been completely forgotten, you know, when it, when it comes to like updates on other titles, you know? Yeah, that's but... ri that's really weird. Like, it goes into the next one, but it's really weird how Capcom, like, poured all that money into the mm. development demos and the tech and all that, and it seems very absent. It's, like, really freaky. Yeah, and I, and like I said, I'll get it more into it when we get to number three, because there's more to it than just MT Framework and Pantera, in my opinion, when it comes to number three, but I will get to that when when we transition over to that. Um, but as far as like, 
how that's considered. I mean, like, if we haven't seen it at this point, I just, I really don't think we will. I think, like, if anything, you'll see, you'll see the next big Monster Hunter DLC update, you know, <laughs> before you'll see anything from fucking Deep Down. <laughs> like, if you want my honest opinion. I have a side question. I have a side question really quickly. Um, what do you, do you guys think that if they bring it back that people will still be excited? Probably oh, yeah. not, in my opinion. Hardly not. There's, I, there's been... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I disagree, but I'll, I'll let you finish. I'm saying, like, it's been there for so long, I doubt people would be, like, extremely hyped like they were when they first saw it. Mm, I can kind of see that point, um, but if the gameplay, if the gameplay is still something that could be salvaged, I think people would be into it. Granted, it has been a long time, so obviously things have changed from uh, all the way back to 2012 from now to 2018, so I think that there needs to be some sort of overhaul or some sort of consistent update to keep people interested and in the know right um i was gonna say that i i disagree and i think that people would be interested especially if there was like um okay i'll do more... a correction i didn't say nobody would be interested i said it would be as hype as it were back when it was I, I i i did say more more interested not 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 interested just you know just to clarify any confusion but um when it when it comes to um say like a new trailer right because we we've had so little on it i think if they did like an actual gameplay gameplay trailer maybe showing off like the co-op aspects of the game showing off different things that you could do instead of doing mostly pre-rendered stuff that they had done in the past um, and just kind of focus on on that, and then maybe also announce like a like an open or closed beta of sorts for people to try out. So that way they know, like, hey, you know, this there's a way to play this game. So that way you can see if you like it or not. I think that would definitely uh, pique some sort of interest. I agree because uh, I mean, Monster Hunter had like three betas. So come on, you got to give us something. So anyone else want to touch upon this topic or? Yeah, um, I don't, I think the biggest issue I'm seeing right now with Monster Hunter World is I don't think a lot of people realize how big Monster Hunter World actually is because it has been a really, really long time since there's been a console version of Monster Hunter except for the Nintendo ones. Like, I think there was one on Wii U, but I don't think it got released here. I think a lot of the um, ones that got that released... Three and Three Ultimate, and yeah, that was... Three Ultimate, there. yeah, okay. So Three Ultimate was, like, the last big console Monster Hunter. Um, of course, Monster Hunter has stuck on the handhelds, so I, I think in the wake of Monster Hunter World being released, I, I think Capcom's focus is going to be too much on that to really give us anything with deep down and i think the timing wouldn't be right uh i would definitely see maybe maybe if not late this year maybe into next year maybe when some of the monster hunter world hype has dwindled down uh that they could maybe start promoting it but like i don't see it happening in the wake of monster hunter world just because i think capcom fans um are going to be focused more on Monster Hunter World than anything else that Capcom is going to be bringing to the plate. Uh, so I, I would definitely say that people who were interested in the original project might still be trying to keep tabs on it. And, you know, if there was information released, of course, that, that they would be excited and we'd probably see it show up on various gaming media platforms. But I just, I would say that it would be something to be wary about because you look at games that be that go into development hell for years and years and years and prime example that always comes to my head is Duke Nukem Forever I mean there were such issues with that development cycle you know 13 years after Duke Nukem 3D was released 
you know, that they wanted this game and, and fans were just not happy with the final product because of all the development handoffs and trade-offs it did. Now, deep down necessarily hasn't reached that point to where it's being pushed off to other developers, but it could be something that could happen as well as what we've seen now, much like in the case of um, what originally, uh, I, for, I forget his name, the guy who does um, Suda51, uh, he had a game planned that that went into Let It Die. There was supposed to be a game before, and I, I have to say it, but the trailer for the game of what the original project was going to be, that to me was more hype than what the final product was. So I, I think it would be something that fans should be wary about because everything that we have available to us for Deep Down could potentially change. Mm. Oh yeah, and the John Cena thing. Yeah, I. <laughs> of Nukem, yes. Oh god. Um, I, I I am being held at gunpoint to to go see that movie with my friends. So. Oh, you sorry soul. <laughs> That's another rose for another day. Oh my god. Yeah. Are we done with this question? I think so. Yeah. Um, we can move on to the next one. So, who Wait, wants to read? Uh, he's dead right now, sir. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, that's <laughs> three. I'll read number three, if you guys don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Go. What, are you, what are your thoughts on Capcom's engine for Deep Down called Phantom Ray, which is, um, might replace MT Fanworks, which it hasn't, by the way. But um, just to give my brief summary on the thoughts of it, honestly, though, Phantom Ray looked good, really good, honestly. But Capcom said that there was problems with the engine, was it? So that way they couldn't, that's why they um, didn't like, go along with it. They had to debug it even more. I don't remember the exact reason why, but um, I think you guys might know better than I do. Hmm. Um, on, on, on the subject of, of that, uh, I, I had heard something along the lines of that there were some issues with how that uh, engine had um, been handled and how it was just not really working well uh, even with the most experienced of developers it's not that it was um impossible to develop with it was just that it it had a lot of uh technical limitations because of some of the things that they had implemented into that engine um and i don't know the specifics of it but that could be accurate to some degree i would say um if it was tech issues that could have been the downfall because i believe for an engine to be successful it has to be good it has to run well and it has to be open source because we see the stuff going on with kojima and guerrilla games with the collaboration they're doing with decima and that turned out to work really well uh, if it didn't work out here, then I could see why Capcom like stuck to their guns and said, you know what, we know MT Framework inside out, we know what it can do, what it can't do, so let's implement this further into a game that we trust a lot of people will like, which is Monster Hunter World. So uh, I, I do it... want to cut you off here really quick. Mm -hmm. uh, the The flaw with that particular point is that uh, while while they did that with Monster Hunter World, uh, you also have to remember that they used three different engines over the over that period of time. While Deep Down was just kind of absent, uh, mm -hmm. you know they did Unity Five with Umbrella Core, they did Unreal Four for their recent fighting games, and with Resident Evil they switched to the Resident Evil engine, uh, and now with Monster Hunter, it's empty frameworks. So there are like multiple different engines being used, right? And it's not concrete as to what they're trying to do. Like, like it seems like even though they went back to their guns with and with empty framework on Monster Hunter, right? Mm -hmm. um, at least in the case of some of these other games, it just seems like they were like, okay, well maybe we could try this engine, maybe we could try this engine. Maybe we'll try just building a whole new engine altogether again and see how that works and see what really sticks. Uh, if I remember right, too, they were saying that maybe they would 
use the Resident Evil engine and just make variations per franchise as well, but I'm not sure if that was an accurate statement or not, so don't quote me on that at least, but if if I'm not mistaken, that it, that is something that they were considering at one point. I think um, it probably just boiled down to the team trying to experiment with different things because uh, Capcom R&D is like mostly all different people uh, in certain sectors. Uh, so they were probably trying to do one thing with like Resident Evil, another thing with like Monster Hunter and do something else with uh, Umbrella Cancer. So I, <laughs> I, I think that moving forward, they definitely wanted this new engine to replace this old model because uh they said this in their statements uh so i think that what happened was when it didn't work out and for their next biggest game they decided to say well i think it's better to play it safe than sorry that's probably why they went back to mt framework because they have like years of experience they know it well so they decided to just play it safe right but you know that Again, still doesn't really answer the the question of the other engines being used for these other projects. As I uh, said, it, it could be the other teams, like, experimenting on what works and what doesn't. And right. obviously, like, the the Unity engine for Umbrella Cancer, it, outside of just the it, games they already announced, they didn't stick with that one. Yeah. Not, not only that, though, not all engines work the same. Like, for example, like I mentioned, Pantoring. I heard there were like problems with um with this um engine where like graphical glitches or anything of that matter versus to versus um like the RE engine though the party um has some help making that one. Like all yeah. engines are different um from one another, so we don't know for certain why they got rid of Pantory. The um the thing with like say like Unity five, although I, an argument against that and um Umbrella Core was that like you you can clearly tell that fucking Umbrella Core was rushed and that it was not made like like it doesn't feel like it was tested or played by anybody prior they just kind of just shot it out and they were like here anyone can play it now for a price oh so, that was a bad idea uh, yeah um, at least and in the cases of like say Unreal 4 right um, a little bit different in the sense that you know they they had a again different division like you guys are saying uh but also something too is that like at, at the very least with something like street fighter or mvc um they probably put more time into the development compared to umbrella core probably uh but how much is you know debatable um and then obviously the resident evil engine being something that they you know, if they did have help, they did still have to make it from the ground up to some degree. Um, so it it only just depends on how much of that. Yeah, uh, I just think they're looking for, like, ease of use, if anything. Because that's what you want with a uh, critical game engine. You want it to work whenever you make a new title and you want to make it convenient if you have multiple divisions. Right. I, I do want to ask a side question before before the next person goes. Um, in in the case of like say hypothetically they decided to just completely scrap Pantoray, um, maybe they'll stick with MT, but they'll make they'll also make like a variation of the Resident Evil engine, just rename it to something else, uh, kind of like how Bethesda was doing for some of their recent titles with like um, was it is it id Tech or it, it, yeah, it Tech Five yeah, yeah, for Doom. Yeah, 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 they were using like. Uh, well, I thought Doom was It Tech Six, but. Uh, oh yeah, it's. It, I'm it thinking of uh, Evil Within. I'm thinking yeah. of Evil Within. Yeah. Where, where you know they use It Tech, uh, but they just divide it up and call it a different thing depending on whoever is, whichever team is using that engine for like in that case, you know, Tango GameWorks doing Evil Within, so they call it the STEM engine. Um, as opposed to what it, it tech would be calling it, right? So, yeah. um, so that sort of thing. Like, do you think that Capcom could potentially do something like that with the Resident Evil engine? 
depends, like, no, like I said, though, it depends on the engine and how it was made. If it's designed for, like, no more linear style, well, not linear, but no more style catered towards Resident Evil, for example, then, um, maybe. Yeah, that's a big maybe. I think maybe they'll make a side engine that's catered towards maybe, like, more open world games like this, because, uh, obviously, if you make an engine, you have different features for different things uh like i said once before it all goes back to the ease of use and what's convenient for what function so i think maybe they'll make an open world branch with that engine yeah because that's assuming that resident evil engine can handle open world games because no i just want to reiterate you know all engines are different not all of them can handle the same type of function right and it's only been used for one game as of as of making this particular discussion so yeah. It's it, with with that particular engine, it, at least it's a wait and see kind of affair. I guess, I guess the question could be extended to also MT Framework, where you know obviously they have used it for other Capcom titles, but um, maybe making variations of it specific for uh, certain things like a Deep Down or like a you know new Monster Hunter or whatever the case may be, instead of just um, using Pantaray, which is kind of unfortunate to see. It, go but if if it means actually getting games and focus of quality then you know i I think that's for the better yeah sometimes uh people have to take the risk any thoughts daybreaker no i think you you guys pretty much covered everything i was thinking (laughs) all right i think we can move on to question number four so who wants to read that I can go ahead and read it. So, how do you feel about Deep Down's difficulty supposedly being lower in comparison to harder RPGs like Dark Souls or Neo, for instance? Uh, This is probably the first I've heard of that. So, it's not necessarily a bad thing, per se. Um, It really just depends on who their target audience was. I know that sometimes that argument can be made when it comes to the difficulty of games. And then of course, you know, if if the game's too hard, people will say, well, why isn't there an easy mode? Or if the game's too easy, people will be like, well, why isn't there a harder mode? So I I think probably what would have been smart uh, would be to cover all bases and have different difficulty options. Um, Maybe something, maybe one that, or like a game mode or something that adds more enemies or makes the makes the dungeons more filled with traps or something that maybe you could even tweak to where it's like oh i want a little bit more challenge in this area with like more combat uh but i don't want as many like booby trapped chests or you know dart walls and things like that so modifiers yeah yeah, so so something kind of in the in extent of modifiers c- could work in that to just to cover all bases. I, I think that would be my approach if if I were to be in game designing or had any say in what a game designing company does would be to try to make a broad scope of different ranges and levels of difficulty so you have the casual players for example, that can play, that can still enjoy the game for what it is, but then you have those players who want that challenge and want to push, you know, their their skills and everything to the limits. Mm. Well, my stance is that no difficulty, yeah, sure, not um, a big deal. Is concern. My concern is the balancing, because the biggest problem I have with both Neo and Souls games is um, defense, because your defense technically doesn't matter once you get on higher difficulties. Regardless, you got like the best divine weapon, divine armor. You still can get two shotted by practically anything, or you still can like you know take significant damage from anything if you're not careful. So that's something I want them to take in consideration. Like is the balancing around um your armor, your weapons, the enemies, etc. Because that kind of contributes to its difficulty in um the um, other Souls-like games. I think um as far as like yeah like balancing is very key too because like yeah that that's one of the things like even in like neo which i i neo generally feels like you do progress in in some sort of like level as far as like if you were to get to like level 250 you do feel like your character has leveled up to some degree and gotten more stronger whereas souls it just kind of 
well it it does but not not as um it it doesn't make as big of an impact as it does in like neo by comparison um however i would also say too like um doesn't need to be extremely difficult and i i don't think so i think what they could do is just pull a page from like something like uh say like resident evil 4 and just have adaptive difficulty so and then also just going off of what daybreaker said as well maybe add in modifiers for anybody that would like to make it harder because it is supposed to be an rpg so why not have that challenge of making things like all odds against you and and um if you can get through it then you get rewarded plenty um but i do think like something like an adaptive difficulty would be interesting i guess uh what do you guys think about that um i I think that would be cool you know if you're really good at the game then the game gets harder but if you are really like you know a novice and you don't know what you're doing then it kind of helps the player out just a little bit Uh, i think that would be the best because i can only take so much artificial difficulty where the game just turns into random bullshit and um things happen for like zero reason you get two shotted all this stuff so i would rather have it be challenging and fair than be hard and bullshit so anyone else want to chime in i don't know hard might be you guys know this now so that's cool um i guess we can move on to the next one if we're done uh so i'll read number yeah i'll read number five the game is supposedly still in development hell but the scope has broadened to be completely different to what capcom has shown the appeal of the game is now meant to bring in a wider range of new players how do you feel about this statement um personally i don't mind the game trying to appeal and cater to an audience unless of course uh they dumb the game down to significant levels i wouldn't want that but still reaching out to people that's really the best intentions if they change the game for the better uh i'm hoping that if they do show more gameplay then it definitely is a leg up compared to how they showed their previous presentations which was not bad but i think they could always add more to the table I think it depends really on who they're trying to cater, cater to, to and yeah. and how much they're trying to like who are they trying to appeal to right because like yeah they could say like well we're just trying to appeal to the general RPG masses okay well look at how many RPGs that are out there right so it's like yeah are they like it, it's not bad but it's like how far do they want to you know have that broad appeal per se um i guess also too is like something to take into consideration is that like they're not and this is something they had a problem with with some of the resident evil titles is where they tried to cater to everybody but ended up catering to nobody uh and, and that could also lead into an issue um it could be you know and maybe I'm just overthinking it, but there's also the possibility where it's a lot more narrow, and maybe they just want to cater to something like, um, what is it? Uh, what is the name of that franchise? It is uh, another Capcom franchise. And I'm Brandon. You just told me about this this morning, and you were like, "Hey, it's on fucking sale. You should get oh, it." Oh, Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma, yeah. Like, they could turn around and they could be like, well, why don't we try to cater to, like, Dragon's Dogma fans, right? Or maybe we could do, like, some cross-promotion with, like, Monster Hunter. So, like, maybe they'll do, like, Monster Hunter World DLC, like, free DLC, where you can dress your character or your, your little cat as the one of the, like, armored knights from deep down, just to kind of help promote it, you know? I mean, yeah. I did it with Metal Gear, so it's not, it's not without outside the realms of possibility. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of the what was it? One of the Monster Hunter games had like a um, Yu-Gi-Oh 
you give him free DLC where you can ha- dress the cat up as the little uh, dark magician, which it's like, yeah, they'll 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 they can do it. It's it's just a matter of you know is that the route that they want to go to? You know, like, um, so really just I think it really depends on how far of this range we're talking about. Um, I'm thinking like the best course of action is to appeal and put out the game, put out more of the game first with these changes, because right now nobody knows what changes they are talking about or referring to other than the fact that the game is going to be a bit different from the initial concepts, which is fine. But I hope there's still some sort of a semblance of what the game used to be, because I mean, that's how deep down started. It started off as a concept of something. Uh, but I hope they don't dumb the gameplay down or cater to a crowd where it doesn't help anybody because I think if they try to be something like, oh, well, Neo was successful, so let's make the game ultra hard with no endearing qualities, I think that's going to hurt the game in the long run. But I hope they don't, like, say, well, this game, people, you know, they, they think that everything is the Dark Souls of everything, so we have to go and appeal to casuals, which would bring down the challenge. So they need so they need to find a nice balance of what makes a game good with the RPG and also cater to a crowd where it's like people really love these role playing dungeon games. So how do you appeal to them making the game broad in scope and making it have a lot of content to come back to and making it fun? Because uh, like I mentioned, they do have like co-op and stuff like that. So they can always surprise the player with what they're doing. Oh, that's the easy answer. Just make it like a search. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I was gonna say, well, if if they want to make a uh, the Dark Souls of something, well, they should look at Crash Bandicoot and and make oh, it and copy the Dark Souls of platformers. <laughs> I, I I just hate that logic. Like you know, it's a Dark Souls sort of game, so we have to make it exactly you know dumbed down because people can't even press the jump button and get past one level. So. Uh, it just blows my mind that they have to make the game easy because of that, and I hope they don't do that. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, if, if anything, like, it would make more sense maybe to try to cater to, like, the uh, Dragon's Dogma, you know, crowd. Yeah, because I, I think a lot of people like Dragon's Dogma, and they kind of felt really disappointed that the Japanese managed to get online for Dragon's Dogma, but it never came to the West. Yeah. So that would be the best route to go, actually. Um, think about Dragon's Dogma, what cool concepts you can take. I heard the story is not really that great, so maybe focus on making a good story, but we're going to talk about that with question number seven. Uh, so, yeah. All right, we're done with number five? Yep. We can move on to six. I'll read six. Already? I'm to add into, um, add into, onto the statement, sorry. Above the, uh, above considering how the game is it's changing. Do you think Capcom will keep it? Um, it's sorry, keep it free to play. I can't read English. Okay, to say it again. Um, do you guys will think um Capcom will keep the game free to play as a free to play model? Hmm. I don't. Well, this is hard because Capcom is greedy. So, uh, I I I think if the game gets way too ambitious, it's gonna be sixty bucks. There's no disputing it in my opinion. The like, worst it could get, it could be like Street Fighter Five at launch because originally Street Fighter Five, as far as I'm concerned, was going to be like a free to play type game, like Tekken Revolution. Mm-hmm. But they changed change it to what it is now. Yeah, once once they start seeing those dollar signs, it's only a matter of time before that changes. Mm, yeah, I would say if anything, it would probably be best for them to really, if, if they haven't taken that into consideration already. Um, they should probably look at it and see, like, okay, are we going to stick with it being an online, like, JRPG MMO type of game where you can play with friends, or are we going to make it a $60 experience and just give it some regular updates depending on how successful and how popular the game is and how how active the player base is post-launch. You know, and obviously they wouldn't be able to know that until post-launch, but um, 
I think at least considering whether or not it should stick with the concept of it being a online game, uh, online free to play game versus a sixty dollar you know experience, I, I I think they really need to look into that. I think they would have to be really careful uh, going that route because when you look at most of what free to play games have to offer in terms of the content that's in the game, most of them revolve around the multiplayer aspect. So there really isn't a single player portion of the game that really is all that fleshed out. If there is one, it's, it's minuscule at best. So they could go the MMO route and make it an MMO, but that would be really, really difficult in today's market. There's just so many MMOs out there. It's really, really hard to compete. A lot of these free MMOs will stick around for maybe a year at best, and then the servers will shut down just because the player base is just not there, or the player base is is popping at the beginning, and then it just dwindles over time. So... In that aspect, they'd have to be really, really careful how they approach it because I could see it being free to play in a single player aspect, but I feel it would kind of meet an almost similar fate to what happened with Escape for Dead Island. And that wasn't even a free to play game. You had to actually had to buy the damn thing, but it was littered with microtransactions to where chests you had to pay to open and things like that. So I could see them doing something like that. And I think that that would really hinder the experience and the overall appeal of the game would just drop significantly. Oh, and here's, here's an idea. Don't be like um, Lawbreakers. No. Just oh. oh, God. Yeah, like, don't try to overhype your game to the point where it's like you're literally insulting every other developer because you want to ride the coattails of their success. I mean... If you use a model and if you're planning to go in a certain direction, at least make your game fleshed out. It's like Daybreaker said, a lot of free-to-play games, they don't have much to offer in terms of content other than like multiplayer experiences. And I think when you lock your game behind multiplayer and something goes wrong and a lot of people say, what the fuck, I can't play my game, servers are down, servers are closed, then it becomes a paperweight. So I think what they have to do is I don't mind if they actually put value into the game and charge us just as long as it's reasonable what the content justified for the purchase. So that's what I think about that. Anyone else have any other opinions on six? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say really quick, I mean, they, they could make it worse. They could just take a model from uh, Masachika Kawada and just pull a uh, Umbrella Core. I, I personally pay think... Pay $40 and then play a stupid online multiplayer game that nobody wants to play. So Yeah, any I think any loot box or microtransaction is announced. I think if that gets announced for this game, then it's going to kill all the hype that it even had in the first place like people are going to be like what the fuck so that's oh, what yeah. i think <laughs> uh yeah i definitely agree considering like all the controversy surrounding what happened with star wars battlefront 2 you know and their loot box shenanigans and everything like that i i would really really be skeptical um and take that into consideration really look at things like that and and don't go that route it may seem like you're going to make money uh, you know in some aspects but i i just don't think gamers would tolerate it at this point yeah it, it doesn't pay off if it's just not going to do well and if the gamers are like well i kind of got screwed off with this game so fuck this i'm done i'm not going to buy this game and that's exactly what people said when uh battlefront 2 really screwed the pooch Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, so we're done with question six? Yep. Alright, so who will read number seven? I'll read the last one. Uh, so, to conclude this podcast, which element of Deep Down still excites you the most? Examples include randomly generated dungeons, free flow aim with weapons, Assassin's Creed Animus, 
elements to the story as the Ravens have to explore historical elements in a digital 15th century or or uh, four-player co-op. Um, I'm kind of interested in this whole, like, you know, like what what is the modern or future setting that they have outside of 15th century stuff. Uh, yeah, it's some weird VR stuff going on with the plot the last yeah. time I saw, so that does sound interesting. Because uh, I remember they were talking about that just a little bit. They were saying, like, it, it's it, like your character goes into this world, basically. It, the, the world around them is not particularly real, per se, but you know they're exploring it, trying mm-hmm. to figure out like mysteries and stuff like that. Um, that I, I'm, I'm actually curious about because uh, one of the things I, I'm kind of tired of with Assassin's Creed is that it just it's been done so much that like the the things that like the the fans suggest are are being done even though they said they weren't going to do that stuff and, and they don't even <laughs> and they don't even do it as well or make it as interesting as you would hope it to be uh, tokyo is overdone dom yeah yeah because we've totally had a tenchu game in the last like 10 years or so right no <laughs> you're not far off about that one because it should be 10 years now since tenchu z or whatever the last one was yeah <laughs> yes, all yes, i'm yes. going to say is uh ghost of tsushima is going to make a lot of money i'm calling it now I'm thinking it's sushi. I'm sorry. That's the same thing I, I said when I sushi. first said it. I could use some damn sushi, okay? <laughs> but I all think right. this stuff is a. Uh, I think all of it is really interesting, especially the. I will say the one thing that stands out the most is definitely the story material. Like, what are they going to do with the whole Animus VR situation? I think that could create, like, some interesting gameplay moments, especially if, like, something weird happens and the animus fucks up and it could create like some inverted world i think that would be pretty cool and also the uh randomly generated dungeons not every dungeon is going to be the same in deep down so it makes me wonder what oh. would they do with that in particular oh you know what you just made me think of something mm-hmm. so like you know how you're saying like what if they had like some kind of like glitch well yeah. what if like as you're going through a dungeon right because it's randomly generated at one point when you go down a hall and try to, you know, turn around and lead your way out because maybe you got to a dead end. Yeah. It's just a, a sealed off wall or something, kind of like in uh, Evil Within, uh, Evil Within 2, when, like, you know, Sebastian sometimes, like, walks into, uh, or when he walked into the uh, crime scene set yeah. in the city hall, kind of like that. I or wouldn't like mind if the world fuck with us. Cut off. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also too, also too with like the historical elements. Like, could you imagine if they made you like, um, like find out more about like certain armor pieces and like, uh, like weaponry that was used around the time, and then that's how you can like unlock different variations and stuff like that in order to progress in like uh, power and skill level. Yeah, that would be a nice way to, like, uncover the plot as well as make you uh, progress through the story and unlock different weapons and abilities. Like, you always want the player to be interactive in what they're doing. Uh, So I I think adding maybe some subplot to the weapons you get and growing your character from there would be pretty cool. Mm. Any opinions on this, Daybreaker? Oh. Yeah, I mean, the overall concept of the game definitely piques my interest, and I'm pretty big into the roguelike style games like Rogue Legacy, Rengoku Tower of Purgatory, uh, Fatal Labyrinth, stuff like that, where the uh, experience can always be different because of the randomly generated assets. Uh, They did try to kind of explore that with Bloodborne with the Chalice Dungeons, so it'd be interesting to see what they do and having a core gameplay mechanic be the fact that most of the stuff is going to be randomly generated and it would also make it interesting because you know every person's run could be different you know you could be talking with you know your friends who are playing it and they could have a completely different experience from what you did where one part like 
you struggled because you got lost in just a labyrinth of corridors while you know your friend or whatever played the the exact same portion of the game but it was like completely different where they was just like oh it's just long hallways and like maybe one or two rooms off to the side so i like that aspect yeah yeah i think um if they really just uh, show us more stuff and keep us posted with all the changes they made, it will be a really interesting game. But the only problem is it's been vaporware for like years. So I don't know exactly what Capcom is going to do. I just hope that sometime in the near future after the Monster Hunter stuff, they decide to come back and revisit the idea of another open world game. And I think that deep down will be perfect after that boom is over. I could see that, yeah. So, anything to add, Brandon, before we close out to outros? Uh, not really. The thing that probably just um, piqued my interest the most is the random uh, dungeons. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, Bloodborne didn't do it, though, but I want to see how Capcom would do it on a more action-based um, game than Bloodborne, you know? Yeah, uh, I would like... I just wanted to see. I would like to see that, too, to be honest, but they gotta show us more shit, so I'm hoping they do. Uh, but I guess we can do outros now. Fun podcast, fun little discussions about uh, deep vaporware. Uh, so we're going to do the outros here. So, Brandon, please take us off the show, sir. Okay. Well, I'm the legendary Squad and Bull. You can find me on Twitter at ArcadeMagic514. No, that name's going to change soon at some point. Trust me, I hate it. He's going to change it to Squatting Bull, okay? <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be squatting bull for twenty sixty-nine. Squatting Indian. <laughs> something like that. Uh, okay, Dom, give us your outro. Alright, uh, you guys can find me as biodevil underscore Dom on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, I did mention this on Twitter that uh, right now as far as the personal things that are that I thought were gonna kind of impact uh, stuff for my content it's it's going stable at the moment so i can go back to content at the moment until that stuff gets unstable again which i am sure it will uh in, in the future but i did just upload a video on onimusha and dino crisis capcom talking about bringing those back if the fan demand is there and i'm working on uh couple of other videos in the future so anybody that's subscribed to me or isn't subscribed to me you can check out my channel and maybe look forward to that stuff all right uh daybreaker give us your outro you guys can find me at daybreaker rain pretty much everywhere i'm on twitter twitch youtube got two separate youtube channels one for let's plays one for just general streams and content things like that currently got all the 2017 extra life campaign videos going up those are going up uh final one will be up on the 30th and then as of then i'm going to be getting back into streaming and doing more content I'm, i really need to finish doom 64 that's what i'm going to set my sights on finishing streaming and then after that i sky's the limit i've got a huge backlog and tons of stuff to stream uh, of course it, my content might kind of come to a standstill right around the middle of the year because i'm going to be moving locations so that's going to be fun so but i hope to have a lot more uh equipment and stuff by the time i move so hopefully we can start cranking out all my old systems and stuff because there's a bunch of stuff i'd love to stream Alright, Panda Man, give us your outro. Shut up. Alright, you can find me you can find me on Twitter at renoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. Um as for content ongoing, I think I have to post up a discussion on a death battle about Batman and Black Panther. That's gonna be fun. Um I also have some stuff coming up this week. Gonna watch a couple of movies with the guys. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight just came out. Uh, also, Thor Ragnarok held the loaf and got leaked. So we're gonna be doing that on Friday <laughs> and Saturday. And uh, it should be a fun time. Um, as for other stuff, I want people to know that we do have like the podcast on the go and mobile. You'll find all the details in the description. But we are on like stuff like iTunes and I think the other site is Google Play. So if you like listening to the podcast on the go, it will be uploaded there to your convenience. 
And that's about it. That's all I have to say. Um, I all think right. February we might be doing some more Let's Play stuff because once we do Thor, that's like one slot open. So I'll let you guys stay tuned for that. Or we're going to get back to Future Soldier. We, we really need to finish that. Yes, that that could be a thing because I think if we do Thor, then that's something open. So I totally don't mind. Yeah. Also, oh, James, give us your outro. He's oh, a... here. Here, here. <laughs> he's he's with the maggots right now, so he's a, he's a just to pull a line from Resident Evil One. He's sleeping with the ultimate failure. Damn, <laughs> he doesn't even like that game. Oh, really? Damn, that game is so corny and cheesy. You can't help but love it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, so I think we're going to sign off on this podcast. It's been pretty fun. Um, we will talk to you later about future content and hopefully you all in YouTube land take care. Slayers yeah. everybody. Later. No, sleep tight. <laughs>